Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. Another one. And another one. Yo, what's up guys and welcome back to another episode of WiffCast. In today's episode, we'll be recapping the game against the Denver Broncos. It was a 17-10 loss to the Broncos. The Broncos, they gave Washington many opportunities to score, but once more, in the red zone and just in general, Washington could not capitalize. Both quarterbacks had bad games in this one. Heineke, 24 of 39, 270 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Both of those interceptions, though, coming at the end of each half on a Hail Mary. His quarterback rating was a 29.1. Bridgewater, it was similar, 19 of 26, 213 yards, a touchdown, and a quarterback rating of 31.2. Both quarterbacks not doing great. It was really the running game for both teams. Washington had a decent running game themselves as the undrafted rookie, Jarrett Patterson, 11 carries, 46 yards. He was the leader in rushing yards for Washington. Gibson had 8 carries for 34 yards. McKissick had 3 carries for 10 yards. McLaurin actually had a jet sweep, I think, carry for 10 yards. And Heineke, 1 carry for 10 yards. Heineke should have ran more. He got sacked 4, he got sacked four or five, to- 5 times, I think. And he should have carried, he should have scrambled more and should have looked for more opportunities on running himself, like he did against the Packers. Not a great game from Heineke. The Broncos relied on two running backs mostly. Veteran Melvin Gordon had 10 carries for 47 yards, and rookie Javante Williams had four carries, had nine carries for 35 yards. They really couldn't bring Williams down. It was kind of embarrassing how many tackles that he broke off. He definitely gained probably more than half of those yards uh, were run after contact. Washington relied heavily on their run game and the running backs. McKissick was also the leading receiver in this one. He had eight receptions for 83 yards. If McKissick was on the field, you knew it was going to go to him. Pretty much, he had eight carries. You know, he had three carries and eight catches in this game. That's 11 total touches. That's a lot for our second string running back. In Scary Terry, on Halloween, he couldn't do anything it was kind of bad three receptions 23 yards seven targets one of those receptions being for i believe 17 yards so the other two was only for a combined of five or six that's not that great from scary terry it wasn't that scary today finally in the passing sort of things you had deandre carter i want to shout him out the kick returner three receptions 51 yards and the lone touchdown for washington he got more playing time because Curtis Samuel and Diami Brown were both out in today's game. Let's go to the defense now. Washington's defense, overall, they did pretty good. Four sacks, Smith-Williams, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, and Landon Collins were the four that each got one. Landon Collins, he, for this game, he was moved from safety to a downhill linebacker spot. And although he might not like it, it worked out really well for him. Collins had eight tackles, second most on the team. Two tackles for loss, which is the most, and also got the sack off of the edge of the offensive line. That was pretty cool as well. That was a big, big sack and a big play in a big moment as well. Now for the Broncos defense, worse than the NFL due to injuries. And also, they recently just traded Von Miller away to the Rams. It's They're, they're tanking, and losing to them is not good. Not good at all. 
as they are now at 500 somehow at 4-4. Four and four. Also, injuries continued for them in this game. I could not count how many times a Broncos player went down. It's got to be like 5-plus, 6-plus. It was not good, not looking good at all for the Broncos. Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, both not playing in this one. As we now see Von Miller, the reason why they said it, it was to rest his injury. And they wanted to be extra cautious because it looks like they are trading him to the Rams for a 2022 second-round pick and a 2022 third-round pick. Five sacks for the Broncos defense. Malik Reed led the team with two, and also Jamont Jones also had one and a half as well. Justin Simmons was a ball hawk also in this one. He had two interceptions, although both of them came at the end of each half. Both of them were also in Hail Mary scenarios. Heineke threw one in the end zone to Simmons, and then to seal off the game on fourth and I believe like 20, or fourth, yeah, fourth and 20, need to score a touchdown. He threw one there. Now we go to special teams. Mr. Blewett Blewett. Chris Blewett, Washington's new kicker, now has three blocked kicks in the past two games. We cut Dustin Hopkins a few weeks ago. Hopkins now with the Chargers and Blewett. He has made two for five. Two for five from field goals. Those other three all blocked. That that's not good. I blew it. He got blocked today from 45 and 47, but he also made a 53-yarder, which was kind of weird. I was kind of surprised about that, and I wouldn't be surprised if he's out before next week or even out before I post this episode. He did not look good at all, and it's just we're going to get into a kicker carousel now, and we should have just kept Hopkins all along. I'm sorry if I said anything like Hopkins Please, please come back, Hopkins, please. And now I wanted to talk about the trade deadline a little bit. So I didn't make, I was planning on making a video on fri last Friday about the trade deadline, but then I realized, what are the chances of us actually doing something? We haven't signed really any big free agents. We signed Samuel and Jackson. Both of them were injured and did not play in the game against the Broncos over the last offseason. And the last time we actually paid someone like tens of millions of dollars was probably Josh Norman. Norman didn't do anything for us, and then the last time we made a, tr a big trade at the trade deadline, I don't even know when it was, so the chances were really low, but I do want to say some players that we could trade for, Brandon Cooks, of course. Now, most this is something that came up. I saw this, and I was like, this actually makes sense if you think about it. Curtis Samuel, no, he's, he's going to have an injury. I don't expect him to play like a lot this season. He's having a lingering injury. And then Terry McLaurin, also, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, both fighting through injuries. Brandon Cooks, bring him in. He wants out of, out of Houston. Did not like the Mark Ingram trade. And I think it'll be a good pickup, which imagine Samuel does come back. Now you have Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Brandon Cooks, and then Diami Brown. Like it, That is a very scary wide receiver group, but we need a quarterback. So maybe... Of course, Deshaun Watson. We trade for Watson. The Texans planning on going without trading Watson through the trade deadline. But if we can somehow get a deal for Watson, I wouldn't mind having Watson on the team. But knowing our luck, he'll probably get suspended for like two years or something. Or get kicked out of the NFL once we trade for him. And also I want to say any cornerback. We're really low on cornerbacks right now. And basically the secondary it has struggled so far so much. 
so much this season and maybe we can trade for a cornerback we need more depth at the position as right now i believe st juice is like second string right now because of our injuries it's crazy now who do we trade away there's not really anyone brendan scherf could be one he's on a contract year we have not been able to come to terms with him he's probably going to become a free agent after this season unless we tag him for the third year in a row which then we're just getting into the tag stuff like we did with Kirk cousins He's definitely going to leave after this season for sure, in my opinion. Also, we could trade some picks, probably. Trade some picks around, maybe get like one of those, uh, like a third or fourth string cornerback, veteran cornerback. Maybe sign someone from free agency, you never know. The deadline is Tuesday at 4 p.m. This episode is coming out Monday at 6 p.m. So, yeah. Thank you guys for watching another episode of WiffCast. I have no school this week, so there's going to be episodes every single day. WiffCast today. YouTube shorts on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and another WiffCast on Friday previewing the buy. We have a buy on this week upcoming. I'm going to give my half-season recap and also what I think our, the predicted record will be at the end of the season and much more. So be ready for that at the end of the week. See you guys in the next one. Peace. She said I hate my day job. I don't feel it. I need race car. Top down to match my ceiling, I don't have none Dollar billies oh.